Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week, connected paper. Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. Ah, welcome to the final episode of Season 7. Ah, we're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. We probably would have been smarter to align the break more over the summer period. <laughs> like, probably. Seems like a, when everyone takes a break. but Yeah, but we'll be able to get in a good Christmas episode this year. Exactly. So. Yes. Yeah, I don't think we did that last year. I think our break was right around the holidays. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. One of my probably favorite uh, K-Bot and J-Bot episodes of all time <laughs> was the official K-Bot, J-Bot episode, which was a Christmas one. Yeah, that was a niche one, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was fun, though. That was hilarious. So We'll link to it in the show notes for the Deep Cuts fans. Yeah, it was essentially just a bunch of outtakes of us saying stupid things <laughs> and, and making mistakes. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was a bloopers reel. Highlights and bloopers. Uh, cool. So I am really excited to talk about your rocket book. We haven't done a gadget episode in a long time, and this is a combination of a perfect storm of events happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I saw it and I thought, oh, I could get this because I've been wanting it for a long time, and then I'll have something to talk about in the gadget episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know it was related. Yeah. Well, it's mildly. Uh, yeah. Ironically enough. Erica and I have been in a, a notebook rabbit hole. I'm already a notebook rabbit hole type of person. I, I looked for months and months and months before I mm -hmm. ended up with the notebook I have. And it's there's just a surprising number of constraints on something that seems so simple. And she's going through the same thing right now because she started is, you know working at this knitting store and she's doing all these classes and she needs to keep track of her schedule. And it's been a long time since she's had to do that. So she's like, oh, well, these agendas don't really do what I want. And like all the off the shelf stuff doesn't really do what she wants. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. You're like, well, I need, you know, and she ended up doing uh, a build your own kind of thing or, you know, not to go, get, I don't have to go into the details, but the point is that it's, um, it's, I think it's not uncommon for people to have a lot of really specific personal needs around their call it note taking device or their note taking process. So this is uh and, and this one, you you might, perhaps by the end of this episode, you might convince me to move off of my trusty combination of fountain pen and Levenger circa uh executive sized notebook. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean I I'm a bit of a notebook snob too. Um <laughs> I have specific notebook needs, and Kira definitely is the same way, and she has also switched to a rocket book. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we'll talk you into it. But if not, if you don't want to give up your trusty fountain pen, there are other smart paper options. Yeah, so let's talk about the one you have because it, okay. it does sound cool, and the stuff you've been posting in Slack from your notebook, okay, that sounds weird, <laughs> is really cool. So, so maybe just start with what – what it does, why you like it, how it works, and okay. that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, there are a few different brands that do this, but I think the most popular one uh, is Rocketbook. And the particular model that I have is the Rocketbook Everlast. And you, you write on it with pilot friction pins, and then you can basically get a damp towel and like wet erase and clean it off and have a an, an endlessly reusable notebook. Um, 
but presumably between doing those two actions of writing it and erasing it, you would pull out your smartphone and you would take a picture of the page using the app and it would get uploaded to the cloud uh, at a destination of your choosing or shared to Slack or Evernote or, or that sort of thing. Hey, this is so cool. Okay, so so many already I have so many questions. <laughs> okay. So first of all, you are a fountain pen snob too. So uh, what's the what is the experience of I don't I'm not familiar with the pen okay. that you're that is required and it, and I know it's not their specific pen it's just a kind of ink that is available in lots of pens. Yeah, yeah, it's more a particular type of pen rather than one specific. It's the the Pilot Friction pen um which they have you know, Pilot has several in the line. Some are felt tips, some are uh like rollerball um various different types that use the the Pilot Friction ink. They don't they don't have a fountain pen though. Right, but it, it didn't occur to me that they would have a, different types of tips. That's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm only using the one that just came with the notebook because I haven't just I just haven't bothered to buy any others yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that came with it is yeah, you know, it's it's like a ballpoint pen. Um, but and and when you're writing just on a normal sheet of paper, it feels like writing with a ballpoint pen, mm-hmm. like like a good one, but nonetheless a ballpoint pen. But when you're writing on the Everlast paper, it has a very different texture, and it is just so incredibly smooth. It just it feels wonderful to write on. Oh, that's good. I, I, you're slowly convincing me. I don't miss the fountain pen at all when I'm writing in the book with that pen. All right. Uh, it's tempting. Okay, so what is the process like? Well, let me. I'll tell you where I'm coming from with this question because my current note-taking process is that I've got this relatively small, I think it's like, uh, what's like half, eight and a half by 11. So what's that? Five, 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 five and a half by eight. Five and a half by eight. Yeah. And, that's, that's the size of my rocket book. I like that size too. Cool. Yeah. That's my favorite. So, and the cool thing about the, the Circa is that it, it kind of, it's kind of like a three ring binder concept in that you can add pages to the back of it. Mm-hmm. So I always have the same notebook. I'm never about to run out of paper, which is the thing that, especially when I was doing a lot of consulting and flying around and going to meetings, you'd have, I don't want to bring, you know, I've got a notebook with me. I I would love it if I could use Moleskine type notebooks because I just like the way they feel when they're closed. But when you're, when you open them and when I started using a fountain pen, they don't lay flat and you can't really write on them that easily with the fountain pen. But the real problem was you can't add pages to them. So when you get toward the end, you're at risk. And you're like, oh, now what am I going to do? I might run out. So I need to bring a fresh one. So now I've got two notebooks with me. And then when I'm, when I do finally cross into the next notebook, I still need the old one. Right. So I still have to carry them both around. And that was like, that's a deal breaker for me. So I need to have some way that I can just keep adding pages to the back. I tried everything you can imagine. Three ring binders, different kinds of, not, not necessarily three ring, but different kinds of open, close binders, to plenty of problems with those. I tried just a clipboard where I just add paper to the bottom of it, but people mm-hmm. just goof on you endlessly if you carry a clipboard around. <laughs> and when you put it in your bag, you it get the pages get yeah. destroyed because there's no cover. So then I got one of those cover ones that like service people that work in trucks use. And that was clunky and even weirder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I finally settled on, on this one particular one. It's nice enough looking to bring to a meeting and it's, and you can, you can, you know, Anyway, you can just keep reusing. So very, uh, oh, right. So the point is at the end though, when I'm taking pages out, I take a picture of them with Google Keep. It's like Evernote, it's the same concept, but it's a lot, 
a lot fewer features and simpler than Evernote. Mm -hmm. And I take a picture of them and tag them and, and they, but they don't, I can't like send them anywhere. They basically just go to the cloud and you, I can go to my Google keep page and scroll through a gargant, you know, years and years and years of handwritten, yeah. but they're just, they're just dumb photos of the page. It's not like they're not, uh, my handwriting, they, they actually do transcribe them and, and auto tag them if your handwriting is kind of neat, but my handwriting is not neat enough. <laughs> but I can go in. What it allows me to do is just go in and say, oh, I've got a meeting with um, Ted today. So I just go into Google Keep, search for Ted. They come up in chronological order. I can read back through the last few. And then, uh, you know, and then I'm taking notes on a new page that will end up sort of collected in there. Okay. So there, so the reason I went through all that is is to kind of describe the experience. What sounds kind of like a similar experience. And what I'm hoping for is that you're going to tell me that the the post writing, the sort of capture and then sharing options are more interesting than just essentially having a tagged photo in a photo album. Uh, yeah, I think they are a little more interesting, uh, but you can do it that way. But you have more options as well. For instance, Kira got one uh, to replace her notebook for taking notes for class. And what she does is she has it set to to where, um, like, okay, first of all, across the bottom of the page on the notebook, uh, there are seven different symbols that you can assign to different like, locations in the cloud, specific check Slack channel, or you, you can go from, from very broad to very specific in, in that regard. I see. The, there's symbols along the bottom, but they're not, it's not like Slack, Evernote, what, they're configurable. Right. Yeah, they're configurable. They're just little, just, just cute little shape icons. There's like a diamond and an apple and just, just stuff like that. And you just configure them the way, them the way you want to. And um, so she has it, for instance, she has a folder set up that that every time she puts a little X on the apple, she knows the pages that are that are marked with that are going to go into her uh, AP English folder. So what she does at the end of the day, she comes home from class, she pulls out her phone, she takes pictures of all the pages, all the stuff that was marked with the apple gets bundled into one singular PDF file dated for that day and uploaded to her AP English folder. So, okay, say that one more time. It sh that gets bundled into a single PDF? Yeah, a multi-page PDF. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. And, and again, like you said, if your handwriting is good enough, it'll do some, some OCR type stuff on it. Hmm, cool. Yeah, I've wondered, I, I wonder if you've experiment, experimented with this. I haven't, but instead of later going into Google Keep and like typing in a tag or, or, adding a label preset label mm -hmm. to a particular thing. I was like, what if I just wrote real one P one part of the page that would ultimately be the tag really neatly. <laughs> That'd probably work, <laughs> you know, like a block printing of like the person's name who I was talking to or something like that. Yeah, it probably would. Yeah. I should try that. Okay. So I'm, I'm sort of the PDF thing is kind of what, why is that? Why does it do that? Like, what's the advantage of that? Do you think? Um, I mean, you can you can set it to just do to just upload each page as a single JPEG image if you want to, but she has it do the multi-page PDF so that way you know she's in class she ends up taking two or three pages of notes that way the whole day is is it's all there together in one spot and she can go back and review notes from one day without having to hunt for you know three or four different images. Right. Yeah, it does get a little. The, un, unfortunately for me, the Google Keep. The reason why I'm open to changing is because the system I'm using is not perfect and the, the Google keep piece of it is the part that's not perfect. And there's nothing I can really do about it because mm -hmm. going back and reviewing the notes later 
is not that easy. It's impossible on a phone and it's not, not quite the way I would like it on the computer either. So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's more like, um, it's a little bit more like a backup than it's, it's useful. Definitely. But I would use it more than I currently do. If the experience, if it was better, like there's no way to page through it. You right. have to like click, click, click to view, you know, zoom the image. Sometimes I have to zoom in to my uh, section of the page. It's like, it's not great. So, okay. So the PDF thing has kind of got my, uh, got my curiosity peaked. All right, cool. So, and that, and that would, that would go into, did you say Google drive? Yeah. She has it set up to go to a specific, she's got, uh, she took the symbols along the bottom of hers. They go to like different Google drive folders. She's got a different one for each class. Hmm. Interesting. And how many symbols are there? Seven. Okay. And you've, okay. So like, what are some other, what are some other use cases? Like how, cause I know you've, you know, you're not in high school as far as I know. <laughs> so what are some of the use cases that you've found cool? Um, use cases that I found cool. I honestly, I've been doing a lot of doodling. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, just drawing and stuff. Um, uh, I've been using it like for, for notes about, uh, these new worlds. Oh, cool. And just to, to aggregate all of those in, in one folder. Mm-hmm. In the cloud, mm-hmm. and um, I, you know, there there's sometimes that I'll have to make little lists of stuff that I want to share with Richard that aren't like a, you know, they're not they're not like a like a shopping list or a uh, to do list or something that you would put on she who must not be named. Right. Um. So you know, I can just jot out quick notes like we're working on a project together, and I can just make quick notes about it when I'm when I'm thinking about it, and just like snap a picture, and it automatically gets sent to him and. I mean, yeah, I could easily type that stuff up too, but there's some things that it's easier to just to just sit down and, and jot out. Yeah, so it does sound almost trivial, but I know it's not. So like, there's this this thing. I like, I've been going back to like paper books for the past year or so. I've really mm-hmm. gotten back into paper books because you know why? Because they don't beep, and and the it's the same thing with like a notebook. Like when I'm brainstorming something and I don't want to be interrupted or even seduced mm-hmm. into procrastination. I grab the notebook and yeah, it, it changes the way you think. Yeah, it does. It does. And then the idea of, of being able to <clears throat> just take the picture and have it automatically do something mm-hmm. is really cool because the, I mean, the, you could kind of do that with other things, but it's like a multi-step process and, and like applications aren't necessarily optimized for that workflow. So it's like, uh, I don't know. It's just not as, I mean, I guess I could open Messenger and just take a picture of a page that I wrote and send it very quickly to Erica. But we don't—we've never thought to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, so what is the what is the thing that in in that scenario where you're sharing like um, I don't know, you guys are planning a weekend away and you want to like, you know, oh, like here here's the here's my list. What do you think? Is there any? And you send it, and now it's like, uh, where is it? Is it like a shared thing or does it? What's the transport mechanism that gets that to Richard? Oh, it would go to his email. Okay. So, but it's still an image. It's not like it doesn't turn magically turn into some sort of like Google Doc that could be sh- like a... Right. Yeah. That would be... I don't know if I would want that or not. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I think I think as far as practical uses for it, Kira probably has a lot more practical uses for it than I do as a student. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see, like, if you were a designer that just wanted to do, like, share your rough sketches of some interfaces and that kind of thing, I could see it being really useful for that. Yeah, I, I'm. I've been thinking about, uh, like, the sort of sort of XKCD stick figure representation of 
of certain, like certain ideas that I want to express lend themselves to that mm-hmm. kind of format. And that's about as good as I can draw. So it would be, it's really interesting to imagine like sitting in my like comfy chair and like mm-hmm. probably taking a few whacks at it, sketching it out, or maybe even like a, Oh, here's a, here's a diagram. This is the way I think of this concept and just do a quick diagram and sketch it out and just like take a picture of it. And it's like, boom to Twitter. And yeah, I could just take a picture of it with the camera and then upload it. And, and it's really not that many more steps, but I don't know. It's something about it is really attractive. I feel like it would make me think of it more. Yeah. I feel like you could, I feel like you could have it upload to the cloud somewhere and then set up like a Zapier webhook or something and just sit at your arm, sit in your armchair and publish your web comic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you get a couple of other APIs and a little bit of code involved, you could do all kinds of things with this as far as, uh, as far as where and how you published it. Mm. So what are the, what are the, I, I'm assuming that in the application, when you first get it set up, you configure the seven icons to do something like what are the what are the options currently that you can choose from uh we have google drive which can go to any folder you specify in there evernote dropbox uh OneNote, OneDrive, trello you can start a trello interesting uh slack another service called box it's, it's more productivity than social definitely yeah that's very clear yeah which is interesting mm-hmm. yeah so you'd have to do a little you have to do a little Rube Goldberg action to get it mm-hmm. onto Twitter. But yeah, we'll see now. Now I'm like, Oh, well, I could just take a picture and post it to Twitter. <laughs> but, uh, I, so here's the thing though. Like you've posted a couple of these to Slack when you're sort of like, Hey, I got a new notebook. And I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen your handwriting before. <laughs> and the, the, it looked like it didn't look like, plain old person's handwriting it looked like it was um unless your handwriting is amazing which is possible i suppose (laughs) but it looked like like neater than regular handwriting almost as if something had like a some sort of filter or process like algorithm had been applied to it but is it am i I just imagining that i think you're just imagining it i don't think it did anything to it oh you know what it is when you go to take the picture it looked like a scan more than a photo. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does look more like a scan than a photo. So what does it do? Is it just like really good at detecting the edges and, and like color correcting and all that? Uh, that, that would be my suspicion. I suspect that because I, I think it just, it, it does like really edge detection and removes a lot of blur and and softness. Um, like I got curious just to see what would happen if I like I just laid the pen on top of the paper and then took a photo and just saw you know like okay am I going to get a photo of this pen uploaded? Um, but it wasn't. It was basically converted to uh, to line art, black and white. Yeah, like yeah. Shapes. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it does look like that. It's doing. It must be doing something in the the on the in the app on the camera side. Mm-hmm. Right. And I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it with any colored pens yet, so I don't know. I, I don't know if it supports color or not. I haven't tried it. Uh, I believe I saw some screenshots where people had uploaded things that they were using different color pens. Mm. Um, so I suspect, I suspect it does have some some basic support for like different colored inks, but I don't know if you're going to get, like if you tried to upload, uh, if you did like a drawing that had a bunch of complicated shading and that sort of stuff, I don't know if it would preserve that well. Right. Yeah, because so that that is what it is. It's like the quality of the photograph is different 
on yours than when I look at, like if I scroll through Google Keep of the picture, I mean, it looks like mm-hmm. someone's been taking pictures of the notebook. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, there's, they're all different lighting. It's all, all different situations. I maybe didn't quite get the whole thing in frame. It looks very uh, haphazard and manual where the ones that you uploaded, they look, they look like scans are crazy clean. Yeah. It, you're going to get, you're going to get a pure white background with some, some clean text on it. Yeah. And it, what does the actual page look like? Does it have lines or graph or anything? Uh, no, unfortunately it doesn't have lines. I wish they had a lined, uh, a lined or a dot grid version, um, which you would think they could do and, and then filter out somehow. Yes. Which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll email them and suggest that. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, it's a, just a pure white page that has a, a black border around it. That's maybe an eighth of an inch thick all around the page. And that's, to to help the app frame the page when it's when it's doing the the photo taking mm-hmm. and then there's a QR code in the bottom left corner of the page which I haven't bothered to scan so I don't know what's on it and then very lightly across the bottom are the seven symbols. Mm. Very cool. I, I'm convinced already, but I I am curious. You recommended a when I was like oh, I don't know if I can give up my fountain pen and honestly I'm not sure if I can, mm-hmm. but. I'm willing to try it because some of that sounds really cool. And and I, I really, the the going back through the old notes is not, it is really not good. Even if I could send this stuff to Google Keep, which it doesn't sound like I can, that would be nice. But then they'd be so much cleaner. It'd be like I scanned all the pages instead of like a photo of my book <laughs> taken at like some weird time of day or something. Yeah. So, but you did recommend, you're like, oh, well, if you want to keep your pen, here's the, the one to look at. And yeah. what was that one? They have a they have a few different versions. They have the Everlast, which is the one I have that has uh, essentially just the the wet erase pages. And there's 18 sheets, 36 36 pages in that notebook. Um, then they have the Rocketbook Wave, which is an 80 page one that you actually just like once you're done, once you filled it up, you just toss it in the microwave for a few minutes, and and then the ink goes away. But you can only do that a limited number of times. I think about five times. Oh. And then they have the they have the Rocketbook One, which is a 140 sheets of notebook that's just regular paper, right on it with any pen, and it's got the the QR codes and the symbols and the borders and all that stuff to make it compatible with the app, which was I believe was the one I mentioned to you. Mm-hmm. And then they also have a a notepad that's similar to the one, and then it's like single use sheets, but it's just a small like just like a small tear off note paper type pad. Wait, what's that one? It's the same. It's similar to which one? It's similar to the one, the Rocketbook one, and okay. there's there's nothing reusable about it. It's just a a pad of their of their specially designed paper and mm-hmm. just like tear off sheets. Interesting. Oh, right now I get it. Like yeah, a, a notepad instead of a notebook. Right, like a notepad instead of a notebook. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. So so the gateway drug for me would be the 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 one the one because mm-hmm. I would get all of the capture experience, but without having to like. Give Chain, up your fountain give pen. Give up my yeah. fountain pen, which is really painful to imagine. But not because not because I can't write with other things and there aren't other good pens, but because I can't stop playing with it, so I'd have to carry it around anyway <laughs> and just not write with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the other hand, everybody thinks it's some kind of weird vape thing, so I don't know. Oh, that's, oh, that's weird. That's yeah, weird. more than one like, person has said to me, oh, I thought you were vaping, and, and like that is not the not the image I want to project. So I do. Yeah. That's so funny that people are, are are that unfamiliar with fountain pens these days. Well, it is, it is a weird looking one. I'll admit. Oh, that's true. Is it the allegory one? It is. Yeah. 
it doesn't it looks more it honestly does look more like a vape whatever you call them vape i save pipe. i save mine for special occasions yeah yeah I, I might have to i'm sorry i'm sorry allegory pan i'm looking at you i might have to set you down for a little bit anyway so um i do so, have one one yeah. word of caution mm-hmm. the pilot friction pins are actually an erasable ink pin that's why they're called pilot friction you flip them over and there's this little rubber nubbin on the back that you can erase with it yeah and it actually works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get the Everlast notebook, don't use the friction pin on the Everlast paper. Or don't don't like don't erase on the Everlast paper because it will damage it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And there there was no no mention of this anywhere in the product description, which I found strange. But I found comments from people saying that that uh, using the eraser functionality of the friction pin would damage that particular type of paper so Mm. just like just take your damp cloth and wipe it away yeah i you know what i'm actually i'm glad you said that but i also like it because i like not being able to erase it there's something about like because you're just forced to keep moving forward and not like second guessing or editing you just keep you scratch it out keep going like yeah i mean i kind of like that about a pen (laughs) mm -hmm. yeah me too Uh, erica's a pencil person darkwing or whatever it's called Blackwing, Shadowwing, something mm-hmm. like that. Darkwing is a duck, I believe. Darkwing is a duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she has these. I am the terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she and Cooper use these these really really uh, soft lead gray pencils that are really good mm-hmm. for sketching and drawing. And you know, they're both artists, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, I love ebony pencils for drawing. Hmm. But oh, yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm I'm t- gonna take the plunge. And the thing is, the 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 one it's got a deal breaking problem with me is that I'd end up needing two of them. Uh, the fact that I can erase in a pinch, I can erase the pages with just like a damp, you know, tongue. Uh, the everlast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. that's the way. To, that's for me. That's <laughs> licking your notebook clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what have you found regard with regard to like smudging and smearing? Is it do you have to? Does it take a second to dry, or is it like pretty much instantly dry? And you know, yeah, no, it it takes a second to dry. And in on their website in the product description, they say give it fifteen seconds to dry. But I found that's a huge overestimation. It takes you know, uh, a couple seconds. You know, I mean, I mean, you're used to writing with a fountain pen. It's probably going to be a similar experience for you. Fountain pen ink takes a couple seconds to dry too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there, there's the one thing that I do not like about the fountain pen, other than people think I'm a vapor, is that, uh, is that every once in a while the thing will just explode in my hand, and and I don't notice it until it's all over my face, which can be embarrassing <laughs> at times. <laughs> I, I have never had that happen. I've had some some catastrophes when refilling it because I don't use the cartridges like you do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's because I don't put it down. I'm like I flip it in my finger. I'm like a fidgeter. Oh, yeah, I'm a fidgeter, so I'm constantly like the centrifugal force is always going. Yeah, I've heard they can also be weird to fly with. That has never happened to me. The only it's the, never happened to me either. But I've heard of people who have fountain pens explode when they fly. The only problem that's ever I've ever occurred uh, that like that like travel related fountain pen problem <laughs> is uh, when I was I was in Florida, very humid. And the it wouldn't it was like cutting the paper because the paper was really absorbing the humidity and it wouldn't <laughs> write it was just cutting the paper. Oh wow! And I was like, oh okay, that's not good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I'm gonna take the plunge. And it's not. It, I remember thinking it was pretty affordable. Yeah, yeah. The Everlast that I got was I think thirty bucks. I think the I think the one is like sixteen. 
Yeah, I mean, like a, a Levenger refill, which is probably a hundred pages, is like that much. I mean, mm-hmm. like the Levenger stuff is crazy expensive, and you know, so that's like that's like nothing. And not having to order paper is another big thing. Like they should. Well, whatever. I don't need to give Levenger business ideas, but you should be able to just <laughs> subscribe. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't believe they don't do that because their website's terrible. And every time I go there to reorder it, I'm like, wait, is this the right one? I can't tell the pictures right, of the eight and a half by 11, but it says it's not the, you know, <laughs> can't get it off Amazon. I don't think so. No, they're, they're one of those holdouts. It's just like, nope, I, I could be wrong about that. I'm pretty sure they sell the discs on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But I've many times had to order through their bad website, and there's no doubt I checked Amazon first. So it certainly at yeah, one time it was sense. not available there. Makes sense. Yeah, and I will say if you're a person who has like this this well thought out digital workflow that you love, adding a Rocketbook to it is probably not going to be an enjoyable or useful experience for you. But if you're the type of person that likes to hand write notes and take make sketches and jot down things on physical paper, then it's a, it's a good way to like bring that into the other tools you're using. Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. How, okay, so you guys have a you guys have a, a an iPad Pro with pencil, I think. Uh, Kira does, yes. And obviously, there's. I mean, I almost said there's no comparison. There is a comparison. That's why I'm asking. But it, it's a completely different thing, right? Like you would think to use them in different cases or does she even ever use it anymore or is it more for like fine art type stuff with really fine details and color and all that she she uses the the pencil functionality of it exclusively for drawing she doesn't use it for for writing at all um for a couple of reasons one i don't think um if you're doing digital art the pencil feels great if you just want to take notes of something it doesn't feel as good as as writing on paper does um yeah, I agree 100%. It's too slippery. Also, for yeah, iPad Pro is heavy. Yeah. You know, it's just like to carry it around and stuff. You don't, it, it's heavy and, and it's expensive. I mean, she has the iPad Pro, which will do everything she needs as far as schoolwork. But she's like, mm, nope, I'm keeping that home for, for artwork. And I'm going to go and buy this $200 HP laptop to carry back and forth to the high school. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want my expensive stuff getting damaged. So, so yeah, I mean, the iPad Pro sits at home and gets used for, for art. Yeah. Yeah, I went through a phase when I was traveling a lot, and I hadn't come to my current note-taking workflow. But I take a lot of notes. And I, I did try the old, this is before the pencil, just those regular sort of foam tip Stylus's, stylus yeah. things. And it's just not, it's just no. It's Yeah, I mean, the pencil feels better, but it's still... Writing on but, glass. But not for writing, yeah. It's like you can't – I'm not saying I couldn't get used to it, but uh, – and, and that the culture wouldn't change, but there were a lot of problems with it that you wouldn't expect. One was the feel and the accuracy mm-hmm. and, and like uh, – not that it was glitchy, but the just flipping to a new page felt too slow – and then the mm-hmm. other thing, which would perhaps go away someday, but it has not gone away yet, is that it attracts too much attention. Everyone's like, what are you doing? And they stop thinking about what, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, like they're not, what are you doing? But like, they're curious about it. Like, oh, how does, and now all of a sudden you're having a conversation with how, about how you take notes instead of <laughs> the, you know, the new website or whatever you're supposed to be talking about. Right. It's just too, uh, it calls too much attention to itself. You know, it's lit up. It has to be charged. You know, all these things. Yeah. It was like. 
nice yeah, and the ba- theory. Yeah, the batteries never run down in my little spiral bound Everlast. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't beep. That's the other thing. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't glow. Oh, here's another. Can you, this is going to sound like a stupid question, but. Okay. But this is one of the things that I'm, I'm looking for things. I'm looking for things that I don't like about the fountain, my current situation to try and like convince myself. Okay. Um, there's no good way with, there's no good way to attach my pen to the notebook. There are a bunch okay. of, there are a bunch of suggested ways. They're all terrible for, because of the particular pen I use and the particular notebook I have. Mm-hmm. So you just, I have not even, I literally not even seen this notebook. Like, is it, it, you just mentioned it's spiral bound. It does the, is it a really tight one? Like, can you fit the pen in the spiral binding or is there any way to reasonably affix the pen? Uh, well, you couldn't fit, you couldn't fit that pin in the spiral binding. <laughs> Not the, that's a, the one no. that comes with it? Oh, or the, the one that comes with it? Uh, no, I don't. Actually, hang on. Let me grab it real quick. I don't think so. I think it's smaller than that because it only has like 18 actual sheets of paper. Let me look real quick. Yeah. Uh, no, the pin, the pin does not fit inside the spiral binding. But I mean, you know, you could still use the cap to like clip it onto the, right. the binding. And yep. they do have, I think they do have a... Um, like a pen holder that you can get that has like an adhesive back that you can stick onto the cover. Yeah. Yeah. The, so it, yeah, it, probably I, the clip approach would be good enough. Cause I'm assuming the pen's uh-huh. nowhere near as heavy as my fountain pen. No, it's not. Cool. Well, I'm going to order one. I, I I'm, I'm ready for a change. <laughs> I need a note taking change. <laughs> I got mine at Walmart. Really? Which is, yeah, a little bit of a surprise, but yeah, I got mine at Walmart. Huh? Well, we don't, I, I don't go to, I'm hundred percent remote now. So like when I was mm-hmm. really worried about this, it was because I was showing up, you know, sitting in meetings with executives and I didn't want to have like a, you know, trapper keeper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pulled out of my bag or like a scrabbly, you know, tear out sheet type of thing. Right. So I have a, pull out your, pull out your yellow legal pad. Yeah. Seriously. You know what? That would have been a good idea to tell you the truth. Cause you could carry two of those and it does have a certain gravitas to it doesn't it <laughs> um it's actually a really good idea never <laughs> thought of that um i that's c- pretty close to my clipboard solution oh man we should have <laughs> talked about this 10 years ago uh but yeah that would be uh it would be so i have a little bit less of uh less of a but they're not it's not that they're bad looking but i have less of a my situation is different now than it was the last time i went through this like terrible painful process Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I, I feel like that was a pretty sweet gadget episode. I feel so. Yeah. We, we only covered the one gadget, but. Yeah. But it was, I just know that notebooks are like, uh, notebooks are a thing for people. It's a yeah, big thing. Yeah. People who are into them are into them. Mm-hmm. People who aren't probably tuned out, yep. you know, already. <laughs> right. Yeah. How can you not be a notebook person? I know. Yeah. You know, Kira's. Kira has been on the quest for the perfect sketchbook. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and this is, this has led to Kira owning a lot of sketchbooks. Yeah. Um, cause that's how it goes. I mean, mm-hmm. I went on the perfect notebook quest and I had dozens of notebooks. I went on the perfect bag quest and we'll not even talk about the money I sunk into that. Oh yeah. I still haven't found the perfect bag. <laughs> I got a bag for Christmas that was so nice that I mm-hmm. reorganized my life to suit the bag. To suit the bag. Nice. Right. Because I, I had a really nice bag. Well, it wasn't really... Was, a bag I really liked is the right way to put it. That was from Peak Design. It was a Kickstarter. There's a photography design company. They make products for photographers. Uh, really cool. All these features. 
Mm-hmm. These inside, this really interesting compartment, you know, like configurable compartments inside. Have you ever even heard of that? It was like really cool because I was flying a lot. I was carrying around a million wires, a million little gadgets, battery chargers, battery backups, uh, external hard drives, a million things, an iPad, a notebook, a pen, a laptop, all of this stuff. And then I got like for Christmas, I got this like messenger bag made out of amazing leather it's like an old school postman's or post person's like messenger bag. Oh, like nice. from from like Pony Express style design. It's like a Pony Express style design kind of thing. It has that feel, mm-hmm. but it's just one gigantic. It's a purse basically. It has a one gigantic pocket on the inside, Ugh. one small pocket on the inside. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. So, and I was like, I don't care. This is my bag from now on. I'm gonna figure <laughs> out how to use this bag. And I did, and it meant not carrying around as much junk. So, <laughs> but now the funny thing is, I'm like, well, I barely carry anything in this. It could be a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, that's my. <laughs> I can one. I can never find the right ratio of of size to to pockets. To, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's torture. But the struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. Ah, all right. Well, that's probably a good place to leave season seven, don't you think? <laughs> Yes, we will be back October 26th. Is that correct? That is correct. Cool. Um, oh, a small update on these new worlds. Oh, good, good, good. Since I have, I have not mentioned it or posted about it or anything for the past month, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to say I have not abandoned the project. I caught the plague. Yes, the Comic-Con plague. No, it wasn't yes. Comic-Con. It was uh, uh, no, the, Gen the, Con. the Gen Con plague, which led, I, I caught the flu, which led to a sinus infection, which led to bronchitis, and then Kira brought home a stomach bug, and, <laughs> and, and then things caught on fire, and then a chicken tried to kill me. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating about any of this. It's been a rough month. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I have done another round of revisions and, and working on getting some, some more testing and stuff done. So Excellent. Well, now you've got six weeks off to devote. Yeah, to work on it. <laughs> Exactly. Nothing else to do at all. Yeah, I can take lots of notes on it in my rocket book. Delightful. Well, I hope to see some of those on the blog. Yes. All right, folks, that's it for this week and for season seven. I hope you join us again next time on October 26th for Terrifying Robot Dogs. Bye. Bye.